It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Greetings from the ballpark of the Palm Beaches in West Palm Beach, Florida, where today the Houston Astros take on the Washington Nationals in the final exhibition game of 2021. The Astros' last exhibition game was against the Mets on Saturday, and they lost that one 8-3 in Port St. Lucie. Alex Bregman, two hits, including a homer. Jordan Alvarez also homered as the Astros are 6-14-3 in Grapefruit League play. The Nationals have a record of 10-9-4. Pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist, leading medicine. While the Astros will send Jake Odorizzi to the mound, it'll be his second spring start with the Astros since signing earlier in camp and obviously hoping he can get a little further stretched out, but we know he's going to be a little behind the other starters. That's right. You know, and it sounds like he'll probably make his first start of the season, the first homestand of the year, so maybe somewhere around April 10th, April 13th, somewhere like that. So, Oda Rizzi, you know, the numbers look brutal in his first start here in spring training with the Astros, but there was a couple of things that stood out, and that was the four-seam uh, hop that he had on his fastball. Got some swing and misses on that. So I think that's a good starting point when you're looking at Oda Rizzi, who's an all-star just a few years ago. Meanwhile, it's Steven Strasburg on the mound for the Nationals, and Strasburg, who's, been deal- who's dealt with a little bit of a calf issue this spring, they're really counting on him after only making – just a couple of starts last year. I'm wondering if, if we're going to see more velocity out of Strasburg. We've seen his last two starts, and his velocity has been in the low 90s, and we've seen it at the end of his outings creep all the way down to 89 miles per hour, which is not Steven Strasburg-like. So uh, it might be a situation where he was dialing it back, trying to get through spring training as healthy as possible, and we'll see something uh, to, similar to what we've seen in years past where he can dial it up to 95 to 98. Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Honda, official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the Astros opening day roster is all but set at this point, but one of the big questions is there are three guys, Abraham Toro, Garrett Stubbs, Miles Straw, who are currently away from the team because of health and safety protocols. There is hope that uh, they could be available for opening day. The only one of those guys who's expected to be on the opening day roster is Miles Straw, and he's expected to be the opening day center fielder as well. Now, if Straw's not ready, that obviously uh, puts a few dominoes in motion. Yeah, you know what? We're still wondering what James Click might do as far as the waiver wires. Right. You know, maybe there's a trade involved to get more experience, major league experience in the outfield because right now you're looking at something very problematic if Brantley or Tucker get hurt at some point. You, I don't know where they turn. So uh, I, I think they would probably be wise to address that at some point. Uh, need Straw out there. Straw needs to get out there and get some at-bats and uh, – prove that he's he's a major leaguer you know and I I think this is his year to do it and uh, I think he's excited to get his opportunity so hopefully that uh, you know we see Chaz McCormick out there today but Straw should be out there soon. Dusty Baker spoke with the media earlier today and 
had some updates on the Astros, particularly regarding the vaccine. Our partners at Youth and Methodist, the state opened up for everybody as of today. And so we're coming to Houston to, to get our shots today and then work out tomorrow and then go to San, and then go to uh, San Francisco or Oakland. On, um, I mean, this happened, this, this came up so quick. I mean, this, this just, they just informed us that yesterday, I think, we were supposed to leave, I think, on Tuesday. And then they said, hey, there's a change of plans. Boom. So uh, fortunately for us, I think, it's, I think it's a heck of a, a thing, heck of a thing for our players, heck of a thing for the city. And uh, like I said, Houston Methodist, man, they, they uh, you know, did some miraculous things for us. At the risk of being too, at the risk of being too personal, do you know yeah. how how much of your team, how many members of your team and staff is going to receive the vaccine? No, it's it's up to them individually. You know, just like society, you can't make anybody take the vaccine. But um, I'm hoping that you know more than a few, you know, get it, which would increase our odds of not catching it during the season. Okay, uh, Brian, go ahead. Hey, Dusty, uh, your uh, roster finalization, you, how close are you guys to nailing that down? Well, a lot of it depends on, on, on how this situation transpires, you know? Uh, so, uh, it, you know, it could be nailed down this afternoon or, or tomorrow even, or the next day. It just depends on, on you know, the situation that we're in. So I'm not being vague. That's just, that's just how it is. So, I mean, we got like two or three contingency roster plans. So. Okay, Jake, and then Mr. Baseball. Go ahead, Jake. Have you decided on a fifth starter? Uh, not, not really. Well, we haven't told them. Well, you know, we're thinking about it. I mean, it's between a couple guys, so we'll we'll uh, we'll let you know probably uh, probably tomorrow. Do Do you expect whoever doesn't get it will be in the bullpen? Sure, definitely. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Montgomery. Morning, Skip. Hey, hey, man, what's going on? It's all good. Look, in a normal situation, I know with this COVID, nothing's normal. But pitchers yeah. seem to have an edge over hitters early, and you see a lot of low-scoring games early. What's your feel? Well, uh, I think breaking ball pitchers have it over, uh, you know, the hitters early because the hitters aren't used to seeing, you know, uh, change of speeds. Uh, you know, they recognize it, but they're but they don't, you know, can't react to it. You know, early in the year, guys that throw a lot of change-ups and breaking balls, you know, hitters aren't aren't used to seeing that because they, you know, they need a few at-bats to get their timing. Now, and the fastball hitters conversely tend to tend to start out fast because until the pitchers get their breaking balls. But um, I don't know. You know, some of it has to do with uh, the guys aren't aren't playing a normal nine innings. You know what I mean? And the pitchers aren't going more than five or six when you usually get to them anyway. So uh, I, I, I don't know. They always had the advantage over me early until until it warms up or until I'd get about 100, 150 at-bats. And then, you know, we'd catch up to them. So it, it's, it, it just varies per person. 
Okay, Chandler, back to Brian. Go ahead, Chandler. Again, my apologies if you don't know this specifically, but are you guys going to get the the Johnson and Johnson one shot or the one, or the shot or the vaccine that requires two doses? I don't know, dude. I gotta. I'm sorry. I gotta ask. Yeah, you understand. I, no, no. I mean, this is all. This came up last uh, last minute. I mean, this doesn't really affect me because I already had mine. So you know, I got the Pfizer, the two shot one. So um, I really don't know. Okay, Brian. Dusty, Chaz McCormick's um, um, alma mater tweeted that he had made the team. Um, yeah. What went into the decision for him to get that spot in the outfield? Uh, well, you know, he was high on the radar, you know, last year. And we wish that he could have played um, in the minor leagues another year, um, you know, also, the fact that he was on on the roster, you know, that, that 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 was probably, you know, the number one reason and reason he was on the roster because the organization felt that, you know, he was, a, you know, ahead of the other guys, you know, the other candidates uh, on the pecking order. Uh, like I said, I had never seen him other than just a few at bats last last spring training. I was kind of urged to play him down the stretch, but I was trying to get to the playoffs and, 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 you know, didn't really have the room or, you know, we didn't clinch early enough to, you know, see what he could do. Didn't want to take a chance in us not making the playoffs. Okay, Jake and then James. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, there was, there was also a report out there that Garcia made it, Robel Garcia. Yeah. Man, you guys be getting some reports. It wasn't, it was, uh, I don't remember who reported it, but I saw it on Somebody Twitter. reported it, yeah. Yeah, uh, is that true? Yeah, that's true too. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, that's true too. What did, what did you like about his spring that, that propelled him to the roster? Well, I mean, it's, it, it's, I'm the spokesperson, but, but, it, but it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a group decision. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I mean, whenever it's a group decision, there's always kind of a it's either unanimous decision or a split decision, like in boxing. And so, um, you know, guys like his, um, you know, his approach, his his versatility. You know, he's similar. He and he and Toro. That was a very tough decision. Very tough decision. And uh, you know, Toro struggled last year, uh, but uh, but Toro really showed a bunch of improvement. This spring, I mean, he improved a, a lot, and he improved so much that that possibly, um, you know, he might have elevated himself eventually to maybe an everyday player. And the organization felt that maybe he should go play, um, you know, to hone his skills versus, um, uh, you know, be cast into that role at such a young age where, where Garcia is older and is already in that. Um, role. Uh, some of these things are subject to change down the road if, if uh, you know, if guys don't, don't do the job over an extended period of time. And so, like I said, it was a very tough, um, you know, decision because they're both, you know, they're both about the same. I mean, they're both switch hitters. They're both, um, you know, have, have pretty good speed. They both play different positions uh, without really having like one position. And so, um, 
you know, that 24th or 25th man is always, always, you know, the toughest decision, you know, for an organization, especially a manager. So if, if straw comes out of quarantine, everything pretty much seems set for you then. Well, you, you, uh, you seem pretty good at math. You know what I mean? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're pretty good at English then, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, James, and then back to Brian. <clears throat> hey, Skip, uh, yep. what do you, you know, last year, everything, we just forget about that, but what do you know about this team now that you just did not know last spring because of the way it was hyphenated and disrupted. What, what's your well, feel now? You know, I know, I know the personnel. Um, you know, I feel that they know me. You know, I mean, they know when I'm serious. They know, you know, when I'm joking, and and, and they know when to joke around, and they know what makes me kind of happy and what what upsets me. And I also know them. I mean that's big on on the on the uh, on on forming the personality of the team because last year at the team I mean at the time everything was in turmoil. I mean I I showed up late, you know I didn't know them, they didn't know me, they heard about me, I heard about them, but now it's past the heard about period. And uh, one thing I do know about this team is that it seems like this team can turn it on when they really want to, and I'm hope we're turned on, uh, you know, from the very very beginning. And, uh, you know, I felt that that this team has worked a lot harder this year in spring training than it did last year because last year was in a situation where some people didn't know if we should even be here because we were in a new COVID situation. So now we know a little bit more about it. I think the vaccine, um, you know, will help. Um, you know, the mood and, and the flavor of the team. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up, see you later! Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast on the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way.